Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast. This is I Like It Raw, and you are here with your girl, Mikala Leinani. I am the host, and I would love to welcome you to my podcast. If this is your first time coming here, um, we just talk about everything raw and fucking real. Um, We do get nasty. We do get nasty. But this is really about raw conversation, raw topics that people do not like to talk about. Um, and, you know, I really like to go in depth in my experience because I feel like my experiences can help so many other people. Um, and, you know, I have put myself through quite a few different experiences that, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't choose to put themselves in. Let's just be honest. Um, I really want to talk about how I was homeless for about two months, uh, two between two and three months, um, I was homeless. The funniest part of it was that it was a decision. Um, so let's really just, <laughs> let's just go ahead and get into it because obviously pro- people are probably like, the fuck? Who would decide to be fucking homeless? But I did make that decision because I felt, well, me and my partner at the time, Felt that it would save us money, um, me money, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. My ex, the person that I was with, he was a, a gambler for a profession. And I was a person that went to work. Um, so let's just start off how things worked when I first moved to Las Vegas. I moved there... I was collecting unemployment. Um, my job did not transfer. So I was collecting unemployment because I worked for quite a bit of time and I was able to collect the shit. So we got there and lived off of basically my unemployment. Now my unemployment was not a lot, but he was able to make some flips to make money to be able to survive. Um, so him being able to do that, which obviously I do have a lot of gratitude for that because within the first, maybe it was like the first five months, four or five months of us living there, I did not have a job, but I deserved to actually fucking take a break. You know, I was the one that was working prior to us moving. Like I worked for a majority of our relationship and my ex did not. So I deserve a fucking break, my guy. So I did not have a job. He did not have a job. But collecting unemployment, he was able to flip the unemployment to make, you know, some money and what have you. Like I said, and survive. So at the time, rent and like utilities, talking about seventeen, eighteen hundred a month, y'all, just on rent and utilities. Utilities that does not include the car note food, gas, insurance, all that other shit that you need to survive, okay? That was not included in that. But for the most part, when we first moved there, it was like, you know, chilling, nice life and what have you. Um, I ended up passing up a job that was $18 an hour, which, I mean, that nigga wanted to cut into my ass so bad. He made me feel so fucking bad for passing up that job because... The job 
was that I was going to be an assistant to someone, but then they liked me so much that they wanted me to open up a new office for them and drive farther. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to need $20 at least, $18, goddammit, 20 20 They passed me up because I wanted more money. And he was furious. He was just like, why don't you just take the fucking job, blah, blah, blah. And because, obviously, I wanted more of my value. The fuck? That's why I passed up the job. Obviously, I didn't mean to pass up the job, but they passed up on me when I asked for more money. Because, honestly, I'm worth more than motherfucking that. But, goddamn, bro, you asking for me to do a whole bunch of other shit, open up a new spot. This was a therapist office. You're expecting me to open your new office and set up all the paperwork and do all that and manage that. And you want to still pay me the same amount as you were going to pay me as being an assistant that was working closer. Doesn't make no fucking sense. Okay. I understand I didn't have a job at the time, but regardless, try and get y'all value y'all. So I ended up passing up that opportunity and or that opportunity ended up passing me. Um, But then I ended up getting a job for the company that I currently work with. Um, And I've been working there ever since. So it was about my fifth month, our fifth month, fifth or sixth month living there. That's when I started working. So I was I made decent money you know working where I work um and that was able to help pay for the bills and you know what you know not not be so tight on money because there were months where it was just like dog are we gonna get kicked out (laughs) and I'm just gonna keep it on shit happens y'all I mean the life people display like You don't have to put all your business out there, but I'm definitely going to talk about my experience. So fuck, you know, but you wouldn't have known that from the posts on social media and shit like that. So, you know, I decided to become homeless in a sense because of that. Like I just wanted to be able to save on bills. You know, I thought I was going to be able to stack up money, pay off more debt than anything, you know, because at that time. I had so much debt. I had so much debt because when you're carrying the weight of two people and an income does not suffice, you need credit. And them bitches was ran the fuck up through in this bitch. Them bitches was ridiculous. So I decided like, okay, well, you know, if we are able to just save 1800 a month, nigga. That would be fucking fantastic. And I would be able to pay off some debt. He could pay off whatever little debt he had because he didn't have much debt. A lot of the shit was in my motherfucking name. Ladies, do not sign off on everything, okay? But, yeah, I just felt like I would be able to consolidate debt, eliminate it, and, you know, live a happy life. Um, I really wanted to do this homeless adventure, I'm calling it because I felt like it was going to be an adventure. I lived in the suburbs all my life. You know, I always, I'm, I always, I'm not going to say I had it hard. Like I had a great life. I was blessed to be able to live in a great area. Like 
and be well off. I'm so grateful for my mother and my grandmother working hard to support me and set me up properly. And by no means did I ever, you know, fucking starve. You know what I'm saying? But on the opposite end, my ex came from a way different area than me. If anybody knows what Flint, Michigan is, like, you going from the burbs to Flint, like those are two totally different things. So he's ex- he did experience, you know, scarcity and finances and food and stuff like that. Um, whereas I did not, but I wasn't against experiencing it. So I really thought it would be an adventure. I thought it would be kind of fun because I wanted to be able to move around Vegas and see the different locations. I mean, the different cities of Vegas to see like, okay, do I really like Vegas? Where else would I like to live? You know, Um, and being able to just pick up and go like you have so much opportunity to just discover different areas. So like, I mean, I enjoyed actually being homeless for that time because I got to wake up on the beach, you guys, like We would park the car on the beach and just wake up to the sunrise. And that was like my, some of my favorite nights. Like that was so fucking beautiful. Um, But I will tell you that it honestly did not save any money. I, I was hurt. Making these decisions, getting a storage unit, packing up, literally we only had a fucking bed. And some suitcases, but packing up our storage unit with whatever we had and living in the car for those two months, it did not save any money because in the end, sleeping in the car did get uncomfortable, obviously, so we would get hotels. Hotels in Vegas before the pandemic, disgustingly priced. I mean, the shit was ridiculous, you guys. There's no reason that... You need a fucking resort fee on top of this $300 a night room, bitch. Resort fee? Where, nigga? I'm not going to the spa. Fuck. This ain't even a resort. So the prices on the hotels were ridiculous. So you're talking about $800 for a week stay. And our rent at the time, well, before we moved out, was $1,700. That shit didn't make no fucking sense. So at the end of the day, we didn't end up saving money. Or I didn't end up saving any money. Um, it, it got real tough. It really did. It got real tough. But I will step back to the first night. The first night that we ended up like actually being homeless, it was so exciting for me. I, I really, I admit it, it was so exciting, exciting for me. I was ready to be on a new adventure. And I was just, I was stoked. I was stoked. I was stoked to see the beauty and everything that I no longer had to deal with. And that just being a home, like a rent payment. I started seeing the world just for being beautiful and knowing that whatever, within any situation that I am in, there's always going to be beauty. Like Vegas is beautiful at night, y'all. It really is. But the first night of me being homeless, 
Me and my ex got into it. Because he thought I was too fucking happy and being fake. Nigga, what? We were watching Power. I remember it very. <laughs> we were watching Power. Um, and I'm just sitting here, you know, smiling and shit. Looking around and shit. He's like, man, stop all that bullshit. You, you being fake as hell. You always lying and shit. I'm like, what? Nigga, I'm fine. What's wrong with your motherfucking ass? Why are you getting all hostile and yelling for no motherfucking reason? But he really did not like the fact that I was enjoying the situation. Really fucking stupid anyways. But it was such an enlightening experience because out of that, I learned gratitude, again, for everything that you have and you do not have and seeing the beauty in what life actually is. And for him, I don't want to speak for him, but I, I feel like that was, I mean, the exact opposite of what I felt, which is why he had so much anger and why the experience would probably not be the same for his side. I mean, during that time... Some things happened, you know, some medical issues happened and, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, we are both fine, but it was just like when you have a negative mindset on something, cause the, is- the medical issues didn't happen to me. I was fine. But when you are being negative and shit like that, the first thing that goes down is your immune system and your body will react and respond Um, so it wasn't all that great for him. So I can understand why he might've been a little perturbed by it, you know, but me, I was, I was enjoying myself. I just didn't enjoy it once, you know, like gamblers gamble, right? And they always think sometimes, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to be like a, a pro gambler, you always need to make sure you have other income. Because that's just not a profession to rely upon. You think that you can double up like, oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. And, hey, it can be it. You know, he definitely made some great bets and whatnot. But he made some great losses, too. Um, So many different things happened. I mean, I had a fucking uh, bank accounts closed, overdraft fees up the fucking ass, bro. Have y'all ever overdrafted like $500, $800? You You would never think it was possible. But I could tell you that shit was that shit was possible. But I mean, I went through so much because those great losses took a toll, and I felt like I was the one that was truly affected because accounts that my name was on ended up getting closed. I had to end up paying this money back. I ended up having to deal with so much shit from that. So it was just like. I don't really know if that shit was worth it, nigga. But shit happens. Um, But let me get into the nuances of how I actually fucking lived and survived. So when it came to, you know, your basics, what do you do at home? You get up, you brush your teeth, wash your face, take a pee, take a shower, all that shit. I did all that shit at a gym every fucking day. Um, It would be waking up at like five in the morning because I had to go to work as well. 
Um, so I wake up at five in the morning, we would go to the gym or if we didn't go straight to the gym, we would go to the place where we were sleeping outside of. Um, so we would typically sleep outside of like a rest area. Um, it was like a rest area, gas station, you know, little food spot, or we would just find like parking lots that had some cars or some parking lots that had trucks that were sleeping there maybe who the fuck know if they were sleeping there or not I don't fucking know but we would look for things like that or like little parks and stuff but it was it was actually tough finding places to sleep uh the first night we ended up sleeping along the side of a apartment building a nice apartment building but I mean nigga we got some fucking sleep shit we had a cover to cover the front windshield to block the light and stuff and then we had tent all around the vehicle besides in the front um but yeah i mean having to find different locations to park and sleep was a fucking pain in the neck i'm not even gonna cap but like i said we wake up either go to wherever we were sleeping or we would head straight to the gym um when we get to the gym shit you might as well get a workout in because you gotta wash that ass so we work out then go take a shower i would get ready for work he would drop me off at work and do whatever he would do. I don't know what he would do, where he would go. Um, I don't fucking know. But uh, I would then, after work, get picked up from work. And we would go grab some food or something. And then go to the gym. So I could, you know, shower. Well, we could both shower. Brush our teeth. And, you know, get ready for bed and the next day. And... Honestly, y'all, that was some bullshit. Having a gym membership, it's cool and all. But I don't like taking showers at the gym. Because sometimes the fucking water was cold. <laughs> sometimes the water was cold. And, you know, you had to have your shower shoes. Because I don't fucking want to step in no old nut nasty shampoo. Nigga, I don't know what the fuck is on that ground. Some fucking fungus don't want them problems. So, you know, you definitely had to have your shower shoes on every fucking time you was going into the shower um then when it came to laundry we would have to go to the laundromat well he would mostly go to the laundromat because he would be doing all this stuff while i'm at work but he would go wash the clothes fold them wash all of our towels face towels and our drying towels fold them and we would have everything in the back of the trunk um some blankets in the back of the trunk and some pillows as well uh, and it was just, we both slept up in the front seat, just with our seats reclined back to the, to the max, nigga. We tried to fucking push it beyond the fucking back seats, okay? But, yeah, we would have to do that for, you know, showering and let you want to take a shit. Like, that's the most uncomfortable thing. Like, you want to shit... And then you feel like you have to shower afterwards and you don't have that luxury to just go shower like that. It's like, damn. So wipes were always on fucking hand, (laughs) y'all. Team green tea leaf, uh, green tea cucumber wipes by Huggies. Fuck yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, we would eat out constantly. I mean, you have no fucking choice at that point, right? Eating out constantly, um, it would be at restaurants, 
um, from the hotels that we were staying at. Sometimes we would order a lot of room service, obviously run up that tab, um, and, you know, pay that off or ditch that bitch. No cap. Because there were times where there was no money to pay for the hotel where I was staying in or where we were staying in. So once all this room service came back and all that shit and the bet that was supposed to go through ain't go through, nigga, they want they bag, boy. And there was no bag to give. So I definitely ditched a few hotels. But, but, but. They did come back, and once I actually had the money, I paid them their bill. Uh, they got their fucking money back. Leave me the fuck alone. They got they got their money back, but it did take time because at the time I I couldn't pay it. Um, so you know that that shit was uh, that shit was aggravating because it's like regardless, I always tried to be as supportive as I could. Um, and be there for my partner, even in the hardest times, even when, you know, when a person loses a bet, it, they are pissed, but imagine losing a bet for you to be able to eat or stay somewhere to be comfortable. Like you big mad, nigga, you big mad. I mean, like I said, there's so much debt that I had beforehand, but once I actually decided to become homeless for the two months since that happened, you know, I started getting more debt because you need to take out loans and take out this to be able to fucking vibe. And that's where it started like becoming more and more difficult. And it happened pretty fucking quick. Like, let's just be honest. Like, if it was, like, no, I'm not going to say if there was, no, I'm going to say that. Because if there wasn't any betting involved, it wouldn't have been nearly as bad. Um, and, obviously, I'm, again, there's there's definitely some good wins, but those losses be big, bro. Them losses be big. When you're trying to win big and you bet a big amount and you lose, fuck, nigga, shit. Them losses are big, and them bitches really hurt. Because um, now I'm sitting here like, how the fuck are we going to eat? How the fuck are we going to pay this bill for the hotel? And thank goodness, like, I have a family that will constantly bless me. So when it would get bad, like, I, I'm 100. Like, I was honest with them. Like, yo, I can't fucking eat right now. I mean, my family, they're well off, so here, here, here. And that's the thing. It would hurt me. It would hurt my spirit. It would hurt my heart because I knew I was working so hard to do everything that I could. But I knew I was in a bad position because of the decision that my partner did not want to make and the decisions that he did make. Um, And I don't even feel like getting into the nitty-gritty of that, but it's just like, if there was two people working towards the same goal and actually working and seeing a monetary benefit from it, aside from fucking betting, like if we both had a job, everything probably would have been cooler. No cap. Everything probably would have been a lot better. 
Um, but that's not what happened. So I really just learned so much throughout that situation because there's a beauty in so much and so much of the things that you do and that you don't have, but there's beauty in just being in the moment, like literally just being grateful to take a breath. I learned how to be grateful for that living in the car by being homeless, by making the decision to be homeless. I found the beauty in what nature had to offer. And, you know, although my partner was fucking pissed that I was even happy in this situation, it deepened me spiritually to know that I don't have to feel a certain way or let any up any other person's energy sway how I feel because I mean he had some negative energy like bruh the shit was horrible but nigga just because you mad don't mean I gotta be mad you know what I'm saying I learned to have gratitude and I actually did enjoy the experience when I could and I was still as supportive as I could be when times got even tougher you know what I'm saying Um, but you know, shit happens. And even in that situation, y'all, like you truly learn how much you really like a person or if you like them at all. I know a lot of people have been learning that throughout quarantine because a lot of y'all are getting stuck with your fucking partners and you're not used to having to spend that much time with your partner. Shit be crazy, don't it? Shit be crazy, don't it? So when you're in a confined space, nigga, I'm sitting elbow to elbow with you all fucking day. You truly learn if you truly like a person. And I wanted to say I loved him, you know? I wanted to say I like him. And I loved him because even afterwards, we finally got a place afterwards again. um, In the same fucking building that we left. But we got another place and, you know was trying to make things happen and work, but then it was just like I was coming to the realization I really just ain't like this nigga. And this nigga was just using me up for the fucking money. So, you learn. You learn those lessons. But the biggest lesson here is that it will always get better. Y'all, I mean, I made the decision to be homeless. I made the decision to be homeless and... I was in so much debt and I did struggle and I put myself through that struggle even though I came from a well-off family. Um, But I did that purposely. And I know, of course, I didn't know it was going to be like that. But my spirit knew, like, okay, you're going to learn some lessons in this. So there was purpose in all of that. You know what I'm saying? But the biggest thing you need to know is that it always will get better. It truly does. Because once you awaken into yourself with the reason why you're doing something, accepting and understanding and enjoying the experience regardless, people want to put a negative connotation behind that type of experience. Just know that that's your experience and enjoy it for yourself. Do not let anybody else's energy sway your experience. Don't let anybody else's energy make you feel like you shouldn't be happy in that type of experience. If you're happy in that type of experience, be fucking happy because you are. 
I learned that I cannot allow other people's energy to affect mine. And I hope that y'all learned. I mean, I hope y'all can learn that as well. I really do. But being homeless really did teach me there is so much to life. There is so much to be grateful for. And there's so many realizations that you will come to if you would decide to do that. But there's so many different realizations that I definitely came to. And that being love with myself, love with everything that I see, touch, have, and don't have. And then knowing that my energy should not be swayed by anybody else. And those are some very valuable lessons that you have to continue to carry throughout life because you should give no fucks. You should not give a fuck about what anybody says, thinks, or has to look at you. You should not give no shits. I can't pay. Nobody can pay me for a fuck, okay? You can't pay me for a fuck to give unless you pay in a mill. I'll try and give a fuck. But you can't pay me for a fuck to give. And that's how it should be. You should always be able to be grateful in whatever situation you're in because regardless if the situation seems like it is difficult, just know your spirit's not going to put you through something that it knows that you cannot overcome. You can overcome anything that you are in. You can. You're in it for a reason. You just have to learn the lesson. I learned those lessons and they were some great lessons to learn, but boy, did it get tough. Yes, it did. But did I crumble? Fuck no. I'm still grateful for the experience to this day. I stayed in so many different beautiful hotels in Vegas. I woke up on the fucking beach, y'all. The beach, bitch. People love to wake up on the fucking beach. I woke up to the fucking sun rising over the water. What? There was so much beauty in what... There was so much beauty in that situation. I mean, I saw some fucking, what's it called? Uh, damn. They have some fucking horns that go curve back. Horn sheep. I saw a bunch of them niggas. I saw some fucking uh, quills. I saw so many different animals and things that I've just never seen before. Different plants and everything. It was just so beautiful. So Literally, I'm really grateful for the experience. But just know in these tough experiences that you all even go through, if it's tough, it's going to be tough. But spirit, source, whoever you pray to, talk to, would not put you through that if it knew you couldn't handle it. So be strong, my baby. Learn them lessons and have gratitude within them and surpass the shit. Because you can And you will. And just know that it always will be better. I'm going to go ahead and cap off this episode right here. I am so grateful that y'all came and listened to this episode of I Like It Raw with your girl, Mikala Lenani. (laughs) Make sure you guys check out my Instagram page at Mikala Lenani, M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I. Go ahead and follow me on there. You can follow me also on my other instagram page for my skating mk skates with two z's no s in this motherfucker and last but not least my i like at the raw podcast you follow me on instagram at i like at the raw podcast check out my youtube channel as well get updated on these 
fucking videos. I mean, I got some vlogs out. I got my fucking podcasts. My podcast episodes are on fucking YouTube. You can see me while I fucking talk, nigga. You want to see all these facial expressions and all the shit that I be looking? Nigga, come, come watch me, boy. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, I'm right there, bro. And just make sure y'all do stay high, strapped up, and safe. And I will see y'all soon. Thank you.